That so li- just a little backstory for the audience. The time where Khalil Mack was, you know, rumored to get traded, I was so set and locked in and telling Max, <laughs> I guarantee, like Charles Barkley, I guarantee, I put my life on it. They are not gonna trade Mac. Day later, they trade Mac. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't the first time one bet his life and lost, and it certainly won't be the last time. But it was my favorite time. <laughs> yeah, I'm, sorry. I'm sorry. I'm <laughs> sorry. Give me the Moving score of this on. game. Give the score Moving of this game. This game sucks. Yo, what's up, everybody? It's Max from the Max and Juan cast. I'm joined by the Magnificent Juan. What up, players and playettes? I'm going to just try to use, like, big vocabulary words to describe you from here on out. I'm going to try to bring in a new one every pod. So get ready. <laughs> Is that a challenge? Is quantum a big word? So I might go with quantum next week. So to some people. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so no. How's everything going, bro? Everything good? Everything's good. We just got done watching, um, what, NBA opening night? Ring night for the Lakers. KD's arrival back in professional basketball after, what, a year and a half off because of COVID and stuff. It was a fun night. It was kind of bittersweet. Basketball was back. Lakers lost. The Warriors dynasty's over. I'm calling it right now. <laughs> I think, <laughs> I we think you're. I think you're about a year late on that one, dog. <laughs> I don't know. Well, let's get into it. Let's talk about the Nets and Warriors first. I mean, we didn't really prepare anything special. We just watched the game. It was awesome to see KD, man. Even Kyrie. Because, you know, all we talk about Kyrie is off the court, right? And it was nice to see him on the court for a change. Yeah. Um, KD, bro, he looked really good. He looked like he didn't mess a step at all. He he looks like he's coming back for that claim of being the best NBA player in the league. He got off to a hot start. The stuff that I looked at. He blew by, I think it was Eric Pascal in the first minutes of the game on in the corner for a dunk. And I was like, damn, he's still got explosion. And he tore his right Achilles. And I've always read that it's not that bad because that's not his plant foot because he's right-handed. And he looked explosive. Yeah, he looked explosive. His shot looked good. Like you said, Kyrie looked pretty good out there. Just them as a team, they look pretty good. They're deep, man. They're deep. I want to say three out of the four teams tonight that played, they're all deep, all of them. Nets, Lakers, and Clippers. I mean, the Warriors, (laughs) that's a different story. They kind of (laughs) suck. It was cool to see Wiseman out there. He looked okay. Curry was was so unimpactful. It was crazy. What was their highlight of the night when Kelly Oubre dunked on KD on the putback? Was that that was crazy. That was great. What was the bigger highlight? DeAndre Jordan making a quick decision and passing the ball to the corner or that dunk? <laughs> I think I might have to go with DeAndre right there because I was like, who is this guy? This dude's not made that pass in 10 years. Yeah, it, I, I'm, I'm amazed how they played him and his mindset with this game or with this team, really. The, the whole team was passing the ball very well. They look like they want to move the ball a lot. You got to think Steve Nash, been hanging out with Steve Kerr those couple years in the Bay Area. 
you definitely know he's going to steal some of the concepts. I mean, the way the Warriors played, it's kind of trickled down into the NBA, making it more of a team game instead of the heavy isolation. And I bet Mike D'Antoni is just whispering in Steve Nash's ear like, hey, let's just iso with, with Kyrie Irving. Let's run a pick and roll with DeAndre. Take out DeAndre. Let spread Take out. out DeAndre. Put a shooter right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't, <laughs> we don't need a bag. Just nah. let Kyrie work, bro. Let's just run a pick and roll to death. Hey, tell Kyrie <laughs> to go to the strip club on an off day. Yeah, do it, do it, do it, do it. Yeah, you know. It was a fun game, honestly. I mean, what's, is there really much to say? It was a blowout, right? It was like. The first five minutes, it was, it like, was this game's it over. It was a blowout. Yeah, it was a blowout. Don't crown Brooklyn now. They looked really good against a uh, crippled Warriors team. They didn't have Draymond. Obviously, they lost Clay for the year. I'm not going to overreact. They looked really good. One thing that, that really got brought to my attention tonight more than anything was they're just very deep. They're a very deep team. You can almost see why people have been considering them for the Harden trade because they got pieces. I loved how Karis LeVert played. That's my guy. He's got his bag. Loki, everyone on the Nets got paid in the last couple of years. KD, everybody. I think the Nets are going to be a problem. I, I know it's very early. I don't want to overreact. You know, let's not crown them. You know, last year the Lakers lost to the Clippers, and it was over for the Lakers. Everyone wrote them off. Dwight Howard was a <laughs> bum. LeBron was old and washed. AD, you can't yeah. believe we gave up everything. I actually have a stat because we're going to go to the next game because there's not really much more to say. One, so you've seen the stats when they talk about the last time a team went 15-1 and one or stuff, right, in the NFL? Yeah. Do you know what happened the last time the Lakers started off the year 0-1? <laughs> they won a championship. Dude, I'm telling you, <laughs> I'm we're, we're on track. This hey, is the hey, model. Hey, we're on to something here. We're on to something. We should definitely lose Christmas Day because we did that last year too. <laughs> this is the model. We're doing it good. It's Laker fans, don't be worried. We look sluggish. It was bad for the first half. You know, like what? The last four minutes we made a run? Uh, we More more in the second quarter. The second quarter, they, they really put it on the Clippers. And Excuse me. Clippers were I missing meant. a lot of shots. Yeah, they were. And let's go to someone who didn't miss a shot in the second half. Paul George? I mean... What up? Where's who's? I mean, he's got his trainer back. So what is is he back? Can we crown him? Is he back? Did he hear our our YouTube video? Did he watch it? Do you remember what I was saying during the game? Because we we were like on the phone watching the game. I was just like, get them all out now, Paul. Make all your shots now, baby. Nothing about Paul George is gonna change, right? You can't change your mind on Paul George if he balls out this season or doesn't ball out. It's just about what happens when it gets to playoffs. And like we said, let's not crown anybody. The Lakers looked sluggish. We're coming off 71 days rest. Clippers looked good. Is is there anything else to add? Really, the only team that really proved that it's probably going to be a regular occurrence during the season of struggling is is the Warriors. The Warriors are just, they're really, they don't got anyone. And... To be honest, I don't like what I don't like what I seen from Curry, like you said. But don't panic on the Lakers. Don't crown the Clippers or crown the Nets. It's it's one game. I'm excited still. And I like I like what I saw out of KD. Braun and the Lakers, like you said, look sluggish. Uh, Clippers look good, but no need to panic or crown anyone. Well, let's get into one quick thing. I just thought about it. What'd you think of Wiseman? I, with our 
NBA Outlook podcast that we had, we were talking about the rookies and how you said no summer league. It's probably going to be a really rough class this year. No just, preseason just for, for him either. Yeah. He didn't even play preseason. Yeah, bar- barely any preseason. So that's a concern. And right out the gates, you can you can kind of tell. I, I told Max before the podcast, you can kind of tell that he was uncomfortable. He didn't really seem like he wanted the ball. He was kind of standing out of place. But once the game got out of hand and, you know, there was no pressure on, you've seen some flashes of it. You've seen some flashes on why this guy went high. And he took a little he, – he had he made two jump shots in a row. He had a little pick and roll action and um, caught a lob. So – I like what I seen in that little spurt right there, but he had like a quiet seventeen. Like I know it didn't matter because they got blown out, but I remember texting you during the day. I said I'm calling it right now. Wiseman's gonna have like three flashes, and that's all he had. He had a couple flashes. There's no reason to panic if you're a Warriors fan. I think the season's what just about getting Curry on track and developing Wiseman. It's not like they have anyone else to develop. Like Wiggins is a lost cause. Wiggins is a bum. He can't Bum. make floaters. Stop trying floaters, bro. <laughs> yeah, they have something with Ubre and and Wiseman and Curry, and hopefully Draymond gets back healthy. But they need to trade that guy, Andrew Wiggins. They he's a lost cause. I feel like I hate to say it, but people were so high on him coming out, and then he kind of did some stuff in Minnesota, but it was all bad team, good stats guy. And now we're at the point where we know what Andrew Wiggins is. He is a bona fide albatross of a contract. No one would trade for that guy, in my opinion. Maybe maybe throw him in if he's expiring. I got to look into his contract. I think he might have one more year left. But I would have loved to see this team with Clay instead of Wiggins right there. That's an interesting team with Wiseman, Draymond, Steph, Clay, and Oubre. I like that team yeah. a lot more. Yeah, Clay Clay's a, a superstar. He's he's great. Without him, it's it's a big difference. They need Clay. He brings defense. He brings shooting. Obviously, um, they'll they'll be a completely different team with him. The only other thing I saw was it looked like the floor was so cramped for them, especially with Pascal and Wiseman in the uh, first quarter. Like Curry, he hasn't seen that little space in how long? Like five years. <laughs> Probably since his Monte Ellis days. Oh, my gosh. Monte Ellis, shout out. So are we going to talk about the Warriors at all this year, or this is the last time we're going to talk about them? No, we'll talk about them, see if they show any flashes. But I think it's it's obvious that they they are not going to be a top team in the NBA. <laughs> Put that final nail in the coffin, Wiggins, brick by brick. <laughs> but, hey, look. We wish we can talk a little bit more NBA. There was only two games today. So this podcast is more going to consist of our NFL pickums because there is football this weekend, even though the NBA kicked off today and it's going to be exciting this whole week. But let's get into it with the screw of the week with the NFL definitely trying to screw over the NBA and having a game on Christmas. Vikings and the Saints. Vikings are six and eight, and they're traveling to New Orleans, and the Saints are ten and four. How come you're skipping the records that we put up last week? Do I have to say them again? Are you, <laughs> we do don't got to talk about that, bro. Look, don't even bring you that up. You had a good week. You had a good week. 
I went 12 and 4. You went 11 and 5. I'm 36 and 11. And you're 31 and 16. That could change in one week. You didn't do bad. You still got double digits this week. Maybe I don't pick the Raiders and I get a game up. Who knows? Hey, man, I haven't picked the Eagles one time. I'm just saying. Maybe I got to go that trend. Maybe I got to go the opposite so they can win. Yeah, then you're like double hat. Like, you're not even mad at that point, right? You're like, ah, okay. Like, but I mean, we usually like to keep the Pickums podcast for its own little show. But with the weird Christmas week, we just figured we'd talk about some NBA, give you guys the Pickums. So tell me about this game, one. You started off. Well, Mike Thomas is not going to play, he's on IR. Uh, Andrew Ken- uh, Eric Kendricks banged up Kyle Rudolph banged up uh, That's really the injury report It's kind of hard because right now We're doing this on Tuesday So A lot of things can develop over the week uh, I'm intrigued to see Justin Jefferson Against these corners of the Saints I really want to see him dominate I wanted, I want him to prove on why he's why he's going to be one of the best receivers in the game. He just made the Pro Bowl. Congratulations. One out of two rookies, by the way. Let's not talk about the Pro Bowl. <laughs> the joke bowl. You got to come up with the bad. I know, right? The joke bowl. And then on the other side with Drew Brees, he should be able to to throw the ball, right? This is a Can he throw this the is ball? A Vikings, yeah, this is a Vikings defense that's not that experienced, like we said, over and over. They have young corners. They have young players. No Eric Kendricks. So I'm looking. I'm looking forward to just Breeze against their defense, and really Justin Jefferson playing against the corners of the Saints. Those are the big matchups that I'm looking forward to. When you're talking about the cornerbacks of the Saints, it all starts with Marshawn Lattimore, right? Yeah. Justin Jefferson is not the type of receiver Marshawn Lattimore struggles with. And I say that because the only receivers Marshawn Lattimore struggles with is what? Like the bums in the world? Like (laughs) Alshon Jeffrey? (laughs) Who else? I think he struggled. Who did he struggle with? Oh, it was someone so bad. It was, um, it was like, uh, who's the guy from the Panthers last year? It was like, oh, what's his name? Bird? Oh, um, Dimitri Bird. Something like that, man. If you're like a mediocre receiver, Mar- Marshawn Lattimore does not get up for the game. <laughs> like he was getting like dominated. I remember by like Brashad Perriman. I think got him last year. Remember? It was like of all people. It was like random. Yeah, he he has a hard time <laughs> getting his his engine running against these bad receivers. Sometimes, yeah, but he comes out against the elite ones. I though. know, right? It's like, come on, but. I'm with you 100%. I'm looking forward to Justin Jefferson. Janoris Jenkins isn't bad. The Saints defense is solid, man. I They did a great job against the Chiefs. They were the only team I ever saw hit Mahomes like that. I, yeah. you, you touched on it last one. I just wanted to reiterate. Do you think this game's going to be close? Yeah, I feel like it's going to be closer than people think. Just because the offense of the of the Saints is it's just not dynamic right now. Well, they don't have a dynamic quarterback. I mean, their quarterback's basically last year of Peyton Manning in Denver. The parallels are there, uh, bro. Look, stop that. I disagree with Max. I don't think that's the case. I just feel like they don't they don't really have anyone on the outside to really break open the game. What the about your boy Mike? Is, Can't guard Mike. 
<laughs> well, he's not playing this game. <laughs> I mean, he's been playing the year though. Or the beginning of the year, they weren't dynamic. Yeah, but it's either. kind of been off track with them all year. Like, yeah, he if beat Mike up, Thomas is playing Charlie Gardner Johnson. Yeah, when Drew Brees is out, Mike Michael Thomas is playing, and when Michael Thomas is out, Drew Brees is back. It, it's it's never really set up the way that they want to. Maybe Alvin Kamara winds up busting out some some touchdowns this week for fantasy owners, but I got the Saints winning, and it, and it is going to be a close game, 27-23. The Saints need to win this game to keep pace because if they lose this game and Tampa wins, it's going to be real iffy. They got to win the last game. Of course, they hold the tiebreaker over Tampa. I want to look at the other running back. It's kind of hard for me to see Dalvin Cook having a big game against the Saints defense. But I am also going to go with the Saints, 21-17. I think, like you said, it's going to be close. I think Alvin Kamara is going to get it done this week. And Look, let me just make my case real quick. What happened the last year in Denver? He gets replaced by a quarterback that's kind of like people are high on him, kind of like Taysom Hill. He comes back. He's not looking great. They lose. You're reaching, bro. No, I'm He's just not saying at that just level some yet. parallels, just a couple. They had to like lie about an injury. His ribs were hurt. Yeah, we know they weren't hurt. I'm just saying. Yeah, but Manny was throwing picks left and right. Well, I mean, Breeze just true. Breeze doesn't even that. have the arm to get him downfield to get picked off. <laughs> at least Peyton had the balls to throw it. He'll show you playoff game. He'll show you during the playoffs. He's gonna win a playoff game. Are you want to put money on that? I mean, he didn't win one last year. I just remember Kangard Mike from last year's playoff. <laughs> this is a revenge game, though, for the Saints, though. Yeah. Yo, Miracle. is there a team the Saints? No, not even. Remember last year in the playoffs, too? They got knocked out by the Vikings. Is there a team Sean Payton hates more than the Vikings? <laughs> maybe the Packers? I don't know, but maybe. Or the Seahawks? Oh, yeah, maybe the Seahawks. Yeah, that's a good yeah, one. He, he doesn't like the Seahawks. Seahawks kind of bullied him. <laughs> I think it might be the Vikings, though, just because the miracle. Because that was like a Super Bowl run right there. And yeah. last year, too, same thing. They kind of like spoiled it for him. But let's stay in the division. Let's go to the Bucks versus the Lions. They're in Detroit. Bucks are 9-5. and five. Lions are 5-9. and nine. The Bucks are banged up. Carl, but at this point, what team isn't banged up? Carlton Davis, JPP, Antoine Winfield were on the injury report, limited in practice. They played last week, so I'm not too worried. And for Detroit, Stafford's banged up again, but he's going to play. Galladay's out again, and Jamie Collins is banged up. Let's be short and sweet on this one, Juan. Go ahead. Take the take the lead. It it looks like a game that the Bucks will lose, but the Lions are a mess. They can't score points. They can't play defense. I look for Brady to tear this defense up and win this game. I got the Bucks winning 31, 31 to 20. I don't think it's a matter of the Bucks winning. It's just a matter of are the Bucks going to come out on track? Are they going to start slow? Are they going to do all the things we hate about the Bucks? I want to see them this week come out firing from the beginning and just put a whooping on Detroit. I got them winning 30 to 13. What do you feel about Jeffrey Okuda? When you take a corner top three, well, let me rephrase. If you take any position top three, it's got to be impact, right? He's played four games, three games, and he's been banged up the whole time. He didn't look great when he was out there. And me personally, 
if you're going to take a guy top three, he better be one hell of an athlete. Okuda ran like a four five one. I know that doesn't. I know speed's not the end all be all for corners, but I think to be an elite corner, you'd need some type of speed. And I don't think Akuda's got it. Maybe he can be like the Richard Sherman type, where he's just long and rangy and he plays in zone, but he can't really man up. Like even in Sherman's prime, right? He was never the best man to man corner. Yeah, that's uh, my take. I I agree with you taking him number three. I like them coming out of the draft, but he's been really. He's just been lukewarm for me. It's not that he's been horrible or he's just been giving up touchdowns left and right. It's just more. Well, he hasn't played. In my opinion, when he draft, yeah, when he draft the guy top three, and especially if he's not a quarterback, just because the whole quarterback situation is just more of a lottery of hitting the guy, hitting Mm -hmm. the guy that's good. But when you're drafting a non non quarterback, whether it's a pass rusher or, or especially a corner, those guys need to be as close of just being productive on your team to the fullest. They they just have to be an impact player. And it just looks like he's not gonna be that kind of player. The jury's still out. It's still early, but it is definitely a guy. Early. Yeah, definitely a guy to keep an eye on though for them. Because that's gonna be big in their rebuilding process if he doesn't pan out. And I feel like the recipe for him to kind of have a tough start to his career is already there this wasn't the coach so they're bringing in a new coaching staff right this wasn't our guy we didn't pick him you always hear those rumors about high picks who aren't productive but like you said it's still too early I'm not going to give up hope on him I liked him coming out also I got a little scared when I saw the 40 but right now you talked about a top three pick is that the cutoff line for like immediate impact and productivity or is it like top yeah, five top three no you I wouldn't would, I would say to top five? three I I wouldn't I wouldn't spread it to five, but definitely top three. At least the top three guys that that get taken non quarterback. Okay, I so, would say that. So if like the first three picks went quarterback, and it's basically first three non quarterback picks. Exactly. Okay, I I agree with that. That's a good way to. And put I it feel up. like I'm kind of stretching it with three, because uh, with three it's kind of stretching it with two. Definitely, the first two guys you need a hit on. Like those guys need to be studs. I guess it's just tough, too, because, man, if you get picked after – he got picked before Herbert and Tua. I know they weren't in the market for a quarterback, but it's just, like, tough when you see Justin Jefferson you could have taken. I know with three that's crazy, but I'm saying when guys are behind you are so productive, it's just a tough look for you. And C.J. Henderson's yeah. looked good this year. I know he's been up and down, but the Jags are garbage. But C.J. Henderson's been a bright spot for them, so – that's what makes it look tough. Yeah, it's tough that he got hurt, but when he was playing before he was out for the season, he he looked a lot better than Jeffrey Okuda. I would say that. Oh, yeah, 100%. It's just so much. It's like a different type of breed, honestly, and that's what's scary. But I think we should move on to the next game. This is a home game for either team because 49ers, the Glendale 49ers playing the Arizona Cardinals. Is this a home game for the Niners? <laughs> Basically, there's, there's, is this the first home home game like neutral site thing? Like both teams are home. It's like the L.A. Clippers <laughs> playing the Lakers. I guess the Rams playing the Chargers, but that hasn't happened yet. So we'll call it this. Uh, Niners are four. Uh, excuse me. Niners are five and nine. Cardinals are eight and six. 
Cardinals are banged up. Like I said, I didn't see any crazy injuries on the scouting report. Big thing is Nick Mullins is out this week. 49ers. Thank God. Yeah, right? That's Rejoice, Niner fans. Rejoice. 49ers are going to start. C.J. Beathard, and they signed Josh Rosen. This might be a Josh Rosen revenge game if it plays out right. Rejoice. <laughs> I know this is messed up, but I just want Josh Rosen to play and just show up. Show out. I'm not picking the Niners. I'll just spoil the surprise. But I want Rosen the ball, man. I bet Play hard against his old team. You got to play hard <laughs> against your old team. Yeah, the the Niners the Niners are done. We've been saying they're done for what four straight weeks now. I've been saying it for like sixteen straight weeks or fifteen straight weeks. They're done because that's how little faith I had. Yeah, per source of a quote unquote diehard Niner fan. Oh my god, if he's listening. He's having a heart attack. Shout out to him. He knows who he is. He listens to us. Um, I got a little insight on him and <laughs> what he was. No, because he really brought some things to my attention that I have to say. I was already concerned about Mike McGlinchey. And I was asking him, I was like, hey, are you guys going to pick up this guy's fifth year option? Because one, he's a top 10 pick. Okay. Two, he's a tackle. And tackles just got paid right now. Brian Bulaga just had a huge deal right now. So he's probably going to get paid towards probably $14.5 million. And he doesn't look too hot this year at all. And one thing that he was telling me that I didn't know, but a big thing that stopped this year is that Joe Staley's not on the team anymore. And supposedly Joe Staley used to come to Mike McGlinchey's house every single week before the game and completely go over the game plan and what his job was was to do on the field. Well, and thanks, Trent Williams. Way to let my guy <laughs> die out there, buddy. Okay, look, and this is what I told him. I said, like, okay, what is he, freaking 12? Yeah, was he a baby? Like, you got a baby? I know. Bro, like, man? Are you a baby, bro? Like, <laughs> That's baby on baby. Hey, shout out to baby, to baby right now. Intro to the NBA season, bro. <laughs> I forgot to mention that. But yeah, there's a we went over the Niners a couple of times. We'll get more of a deep dive in in the off season, but it's it's not looking too good. They're gonna have to pay Fred Warner. Mike McGlinchey's a question mark. It looks like Sherman threw in the towel. Oh like, my God, he's selling. That's a big sell yeah, right business now. Business decision. He's he's not even trying to go out there and play his hardest. <sighs> Maybe they lose Robert Sala. Who knows? Regardless. Cardinals should win this game. It's a big game for them. They need to stay in that playoff spot. I got the Cardinals winning 31-13. to Can I add like something to the McGlinchey talk? Yeah. I was researching him last week, and apparently a big storyline is John Lynch said they want him to put on weight. He's been yeah, playing he's skinny. too light. Yeah, he's way too light. I was like, are you serious? How is this? They're bringing this up now? Or was this like the last two years of him? No, this year, I don't know what happened, but he lost a lot of weight. Because if you just look, if you just compare pictures from this year to last year, it just looks like he lost a lot of meat, man. I didn't think he looked that different, honestly. Has he been banged up this year? Yeah, he was, right? He was a little banged up, but 
his pass block his pass blocking is just terrible this year. His run blocking is not as bad, but he's just took a big step he, back. From like you said, where he, he can't was. anchor against anybody. He just gets bullied constantly. Yeah. I'm with you though. Cardinals twenty two, Niners thirteen. I feel like this Niners defense is gonna fight a little bit. Hopefully Sherm fights a little bit harder than I saw last week. But Niners are done. Doesn't matter. Yeah. Moving on to a team that gets bullied for the last you what, go ahead, bro. five weeks. Give me two minutes <laughs> uninterrupted. So we got the Dolphins and the sorry Raiders. The Dolphins are nine and five. The Raiders are seven and seven. Abrams might not play. Derek Carr, Clean Farrell, Arnett, the usual. Well, is Carr a big one? They're loss? all banged up. Yeah, <laughs> it just, just seems like Abrams been hurt all year. Oh, I mean, like, remember when we thought he died against the uh, camera? Was that <laughs> yeah. week one? Yeah, no, that was week two. Week two? Oh, yeah. against the Saints, right? Yeah. Jeez. I mean, who's your best quarterback, though, right now? Just off the top of your head. Carr. You're not on Mark, the Marcus? I like Marcus Mariota, but for this game especially, I hope Carr does play. Just because off the pure fact, Brian Flores loves to send blitzes and he loves to disguise coverages and move guys around the line of scrimmage. And that's one thing I do give Carr. I mean, it's more of a 50-50 kind of thing with him and Rodney Hudson, but they're just really good at picking up blitzes. They're really smart in that department. Whether he knows where to go with the ball and give an accurate ball, that's that's a whole other discussion. But... I do feel like Mariota would struggle going against this defense. I just want to say I feel like you're underestimating the scrambling ability of Mariota. The read option's a big factor. Maybe they get scared to blitz because if they blitz and they get burnt by Mariota, he looked like he still he got like that run back right that we used to see. He has it, but he I'm has saying, it, I didn't but... see it the last year of uh, Tennessee. It looked like he was so banged up he lost. Yeah, the explosion. he was hurt. Now it yeah. looks like he's got it back. So I'm just gonna say. I think you're underestimating just the mobility of Mariota. I know what I know. He looked good on Thursday, but you got to take into consideration that the Chargers won. They're a bad team. Two, they didn't they didn't prepare for Mariota. They prepared for Carr. That is a valid. And a point. lot of the times, and a lot of the times where where teams don't really prepare for a running quarterback, they do have success just out the gates coming in, and they bring a little spark. But the Dolphins are not fooled. They're fast on the edges. They'll be able to get after Mariota. I don't feel like his running ability will be that big of a factor if he does play. I would rather get Carr for this game. Regardless on who plays, though, we're losing. We're losing regardless. I don't see us winning this game. Are you telling me Brian Flores is a better coach than Anthony Lynn? Are you are you willing to make that take on live podcasting or taped <laughs> podcasting. I will put my life on it that Brian Flores is a better coach than Anthony Lynn. I might have to change my pick to the Raiders. I might have to change my pick to the Raiders right now just so I can root for you guys. <laughs> oh, man. Hey, but this is a big game for Tua. Let's not forget about Tua. Tua should dominate this game. It's a bad defense. Not good against the run. He should get a win regardless. I just thought about this. Was Paul Gunther the coordinator against the Jets? Yes. And he didn't survive the next week against the Colts? 
No. Back-to-back <laughs> defensive coordinator getting fired? I just thought about that. Is this game close? <laughs> I think it's close. I think it the is Raiders closer are than people think. Yeah, the Raiders, the Raiders are still desperate, uh, especially if Carr plays. But I got the Dolphins winning 28-19. to 19. I had the Dolphins winning, but when one bets his life, I got to go against him. I got to prey on his downfall a little bit. I know that's not right of me, <laughs> but I'm changing my pick to the Las Vegas, the Las Vegas Raiders, 24 to 20. I believe in Marcus. I think your O-line is going to have success. I think they're going to be mad because they listened to our podcast and you called them out and they're out, they're out to get you. They want your life and soul. I don't even know if you still I hope have they it. Do win at the end of the day, I hope they do. But they're not. They're not a good team. I I think you're underestimating yourselves in this scenario. Honestly, I don't think you are. I just want to go against you this one time. But there's a case the Raiders can win this game. Rugs should be back, right? So maybe they get a lucky TD from him. Maybe. Is that the last Saturday game? Yeah. Those are all the Saturday games. Saturday games, there was three of them. Bucks and Lions, Niners and Cardinals, and Dolphins and Raiders. Okay, well, let me let me take us to Sunday. I got two just great games with two great teams. I got the Bears 7-7 seven and seven, and the Jaguars at 1-13. Oh, my gosh, Jaguars. At least you got Trevor Lawrence, right? <laughs> hey, look, is Trevor Lawrence watching this game? I think he's just checking it on like the ESPN app, just seeing you know, what's, what's going on. He's probably checking the Jets game too, because I bet like he's like, "Come on, Jags, don't do something stupid. Don't win this game against the Bears. If the Bears <laughs> lose this game, it's Trubisky throwing the game away, hundred percent." Yeah, because the Bears, this is a must win. They need to win this game. They're seven and seven, like I said. And if they go to eight and seven, they're looking pretty good for a playoff spot in the NFC. I don't know. We got the Cardinals, too. The Cardinals need to handle business against the Niners because that's who they're fighting. So they need some help regardless. I feel like the Rams should have taken two losses on their record just for losing to the Jets. That's just my honest opinion. Damn. They should be, they should get a like a win removed and a loss. <laughs> just a little thing on the Bears. We were talking earlier with the Raider game with how you know, I put my life on it. I low-key already owe you my life. <laughs> I mean, you owe like eight people. That so li- just a little backstory for the audience. The time where Khalil Mack was, you know, rumored to get traded, I was so set and locked in and telling Max, <laughs> just, I guarantee, like Charles Barkley, I guarantee, I put my life on it. They are not gonna trade Mack. Day later, they trade Mack. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't the first time one bet his life and lost, and it certainly won't be the last time. But it was my favorite time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. To- I'm sorry. <laughs> give me the Moving score of this on. game. Just give the score Moving of the game. On. This game sucks. <laughs> uh, who do you got for this game, by the way? I got the Bears winning 20-17. to 17. I know I got it close. It's probably going to backfire in my face. I just feel like Trubisky's due to be stupid. Do you think if this game was on Christmas, it'd get better ratings than the NBA game? I wouldn't doubt it. Okay, Jets versus Jags. 
No, people would watch that just to see where Trevor Lawrence goes. Yeah. That's crazy. Um, I got the Bears winning 24 to 10. I think you're out of your mind. The Jags are not going to score 17 points. <laughs> well, no, it's it's like a pick six. That's where like that one score is. It's like a Trubisky. Oh, thing. okay. Trubisky. Yeah, no, the basically. offense, there's no way. <laughs> well, <laughs> speaking like, of teams that probably want to sell their soul to get Trevor Lawrence. Okay, we got to talk about we, one of the best streaks of football, but go ahead. We got to talk about it. <laughs> we got the Browns. At the Jets, Browns are ten and four. The Jets are one and thirteen, not zero and fourteen. One and thirteen, they were on a one-game win streak. <laughs> what do you think about this game? Are they gonna Are they gonna make it too? If they score on the opening drive, they're gonna lose. <laughs> lose regardless of what they do. Uh, I'm just gonna give you my score, man. There's nothing that's gonna change my mind. I will say the Jets defense has been kind of pesky the last three weeks, starting with the Raider game. They're going to lose 20-15. to 15. I got the Browns in a close game just because, again, they're frisky, man. They're playing good. They're coming off their best week of the year. I don't know. I got a little faith in Sam Darnold, man. Just a little faith. Yeah, I, I got the Browns. They're they're playing with a chip on their shoulder just with the whole division being on the line and Pittsburgh free-falling out of the number one spot. They're going to be playing hard. I got the Browns 30-10. to 10. Who has a bigger game, Nick Chubb or Baker? Like, through the running backs, who's the star of the game, I should say? Who's the uh, – Baker or the running backs? I would say this is a Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt kind of game. More more running game. You said the la- the same thing last week, and it was a Baker show like I called it. I just wanted to point that out. It wasn't that big of a Baker nah, show. It was a Baker show. He got a commercial out of it. <laughs> What's the next game we're going to talk about? I mean, that's done, right? We're done with those two crap yeah, teams. We're done. Well, I think uh, this is a marquee matchup, the next one, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Great game. It's the Colts ten and four in Pittsburgh, who are eleven and three. They are free falling. They're free TikTok falling. dancing, getting their <laughs> heads knocked off. Big Ben is selling. Still can't run the ball for crap. Yo, I just want to say one thing. I got to shout out Cincinnati Bagels, Bengals, whatever you call them. They were so much more fired up for that game. They out hit the crap out of Pittsburgh. Yeah, they great win for the Bengals. We didn't do a full review because it was a Monday night game, but shout out to the Bengals. Uh, Ryan Finley got the job done, and Juju Smith got his freaking teeth knocked in on one of those plays. Keep by dancing, Hill. though, bro. You have 95 TikToks and 93 receiving yard career high in a game since, like, AB left. Nice, bro. Yeah. I think I think more of a problem with the Steelers that a lot of people are not talking about, and it should be highlighted a little bit more. Cause yeah, I know by by this time of the season, who's who isn't hurt, but they're decimated. Okay, like they're playing with they they wanted to put a Marcus Allen at linebacker. Oh gosh, so, that was bad. That was bad. Yeah. So, and even though he's been playing great, but. You know, they, they lose Devin Bush. They lose Bud Dupree. Vince Those are Williams just big losses. Too. Yeah, then Vince Williams is, is banged up for this game. James Conner still might not play. 
So who knows? They they're struggling with a lot of injuries. That Pittsburgh defense really really is predicated off the middle linebacker, just on the way that that they do things. Well, they put a lot of pressure on that guy to just yeah. cover up so much. And Big Ben needs to get his act together. He's making dumb decisions. The pick he threw to Mackenzie Alexander was so bad. And I got to shout out Chris Sims on a podcast. You know, I've been listening since the days of Bleacher Report. I don't know if you've heard this. He said when Pittsburgh's third and five, they always throw to the sticks. He like he says it right. And then I do my own review and I come to a realization he's 100% right. That pick he threw, same thing with Juju Smith. He ran right to the sticks. Bengals knew. Yeah. Yeah, Big Ben is looking his age at the little tail end of the season. You know he's a $41 million cap hit next year if he comes back? And he is. He said that he's coming back. Oh, he's not going to do his usual I might retire thing. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I've been carrying. But are 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 the Steelers low-key like the, the Patriots of last year? Because a lot of people forget the Patriots started off 11-0 or 10-0 last year. I think there's similarities, especially with the cupcake schedule. I feel like Pittsburgh caught some teams at like good times for them. I just don't trust the Steelers right now. I I can't pick them. And we didn't really talk about the Colts, so let me talk about the Colts. Colts have a great O-line. Quinn Nelson, Costanzo, Braden Smith, Ryan Kelly. Phillip Rivers is balling. The running game's getting on track, like you said last week. T.Y. Hilton's back. And this defense, should we just talk about the Pro Bowl snub of DeForest Buckner? Can we talk about it for like five yes. minutes? Not Why? even five. Let's talk like, a minute. Why NFL? Why fans? They gave Kenny Moore and I believe Darius Leonard the spot, but he's. I love Darius Leonard. He might be their best player, but it's between him and DeForest Buckner. They're like one A, one B. I don't understand. DeForest Buckner is having the best season of his career right now. Shout out that Niner fan of ours again, just crying about DeForest <laughs> Buckner. I want him back. Why we bring Eric? I don't what like a Eric. Value. Because they, you can say that they kind of underpaid for that guy. I, well, I think people are going to argue they had to pay him. But it's like, okay, we'll pay him, and he's great. So what? Just because you have to pay someone who's going to be great? Yeah. Like, the I'm, Bears I'm gave sticking. up, what, three first rounds for Mac, and they had to pay him. Yeah, and, and Mac I think he's is de- really... definitely worse, too, to Forrest yeah. Buckner. Yeah, maybe maybe the fact that Mac is an edge rusher and DeForest Buckner is a interior kind of guy. You yeah, know, but the when NFL you're kinda. at that tier of interior guy, you're just so much more valuable than like an edge. Like, who would take Khalil Mack over Donald? No one, right? Yeah, that interior pressure is so important. And Marquise Pouncey's been banged up. They got him back for this game. If DeForest Buckner has a big game, I don't know how Pittsburgh wins. And they got to catch the ball. They got to take care of the ball. I got the Colts winning 28-14 again. Let's just put a disclaimer any Colts game. As long as Phillip Rivers doesn't F up this game, Colts are going to win. Yeah, I like the Colts a lot. Like I was saying in our in our review podcast, I think they're a top five team in the NFL. I don't like the Steelers. Steelers got way too many injuries. Big Ben's not playing well. They're, that – that team is going to wind up playing the biggest game of their life week 17 against the Browns. That's what it's going to come down to. Wow. If they lose this game and the Browns take care of business. Yeah. And you, you got to hit the panic button. That's, that's going to be a huge game for the Browns and the Steelers, but flat out, I don't think they're better than the Colts. The Colts are just a lot better than the Steelers. 
They're playing better. They can run the ball. Colts' defense is is really good as far as the interior, and their secondary is not, not no slouch. They can hold up against the Pittsburgh Steelers. They're dynamic. Kenny Moore and the linebackers for the Colts, Darius Leonard and Bobby, I can't say his last name, Okiri. Go ahead, Juan. Just do it. Say it Okuriki. Okuriki. <laughs> I can't. Ugh. He's a baller too, man. What's the score yeah, for this I got, game? I got the Colts winning 31-17. I think Pittsburgh, even if they were playing better, I'd still pick the Colts. That's just how much I think of the Colts. Yeah, I I, I love the Colts. Should we give They're a one shout out favorite. to them? And, yeah, shout out to the Colts. Just hey, for like and, losing Andrew Luck and like they didn't really <laughs> like fall off the deep end. And look, Frank Wright is loving it right now because they're flying under the radar, and that's how he likes it. He loves being the underdog. And that's why he had that yeah. comeback against the Oilers at the time, I believe. Like 35 points, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Jeez. Frank Wright's a hell of a coach. He doesn't get the respect he's due. We got the Falcons at the Chiefs. What a snooze fest for this game. The Falcons are 4-10. and ten, And the Chiefs are uh, NFL's best 13-1. They're going to be 14-1. They will be 14-1. Yeah. <laughs> Calling my shot right now. Atlanta doesn't take care of the ball. They can move the ball up and down the field. They don't take care of it. They can't run the ball. They can't pass rush. This game's, if you can't pass rush Patrick Mahomes, throw in the towel, bro. Throw the damn towel. I got the Chiefs winning 42-12. to I think this is going to be the game where it all clicks for the Chiefs. Yeah, in the words of Richard Sherman, matchup more like a mismatch because that's what this game is (laughs) it's a horrible horrible matchup for the falcons i feel so bad one thing that the falcons are really bad at is covering guys their dbs suck (laughs) say a prayer and i feel so bad isaiah Mahomes can probably set a record for this game it's gonna i think it's gonna be bad are you gonna say a prayer for your boy isaiah oliver and i'm gonna say one for aj terrell (laughs) I still love him, bro. I still like Isaiah Oliver. He's not looking too hot, but I got the Chiefs winning thirty-eight to seventeen. It, it would probably be more of a blowout if the if the Falcons didn't have any sort sort of offense. But maybe Calvin Ridley scores a couple of points, so I'm calling it. They they score about seventeen points. The Chiefs are gonna blow them out. Let's move on. I feel like the next game is going to be sneaky close. It's the New York Football Giants five and nine at the Ravens nine and five. Ravens can't afford to mess around. They got to take care of business. Daniel Jones is questionable. I don't think he's going to play. Cole McCoy looked a lot better than he did a couple weeks ago. Not because he's better, because Daniel Jones was not healthy. Marcus Peters is banged up. Kalias Campbell's banged up. You go ahead, Juan. You take this one first. By the way, Calais Campbell, you did not deserve the Pro Bowl, but no, he did. I love Calais, love him, man. <laughs> but he didn't deserve it yeah, this year. He didn't deserve it. Um, yeah, I, I love this matchup if Daniel Jones is healthy, but I do not like it with Colt McCoy. I know Colt McCoy had that big win against Seattle, so we kind of put the Giants on this this pedestal of hey, they can beat someone with Colt McCoy, but I don't think it's gonna happen. Uh, I would have a different feeling about this game if Daniel Jones was playing and he was healthy, but 
even even if he does play, I don't think he'll be healthy. It, it's a bad matchup. The Ravens are just better all across the board, probably except for their offensive line against the Giants' D-line. They can only do so much. I'm going with the Ravens. I have Lamar having a big game. I got the Ravens winning 27-13. to 13. I feel like the only thing, like you said, that's going to slow this game down is the D-line of the Giants. I have the game 20-17. to 17. Just because Baltimore can't throw the ball, the Giants' defense is good. They're well coached. They're going to be on to the read option cheese that the Ravens do. I think that's why this game is going to be low scoring. But Ravens are going to pull it out. Moving on to the afternoon games. Revenge Panthers. We got Panthers, <laughs> we got Panthers that are 4-10 traveling to Washington to go face um, maskless Haskins. Oh, <laughs> what a <geez>. tongue twister. Come <laughs> Football on. teams who, who's 6-8. and He's been hanging out with James Harden. What's wrong? <laughs> this dude has the audacity to say, I'm sorry for my... Like, hey, bro, you're barely hanging on by a thread, dude. <laughs> you're a bum. Yeah, I can't believe I can't believe he got caught doing that. I hope I hope Alex Smith plays, man. This dude doesn't deserve to play for that. It's like, come on, you lost too. Why are you even going to the club after a loss? That's just a big, that's a big red flag right there on just why the guy's not succeeding. And I like them coming out of Ohio State, but he just does not have it. And if Alex Smith doesn't play in this game. It's going to be hard for football team. The only thing is, is what what team are we going to get from the Panthers? How are they going to play? Their defense had a rough, rough game against the Packers last week. I really like their defense. I really like Jeremy Chin. So maybe they get a couple of turnovers on their hands and dominate Haskins. But even though Haskins is going to not wear a mask and be an asshole. Well, is he going to be able to play? We don't know yet, right? With the COVID protocols? Maybe. Well, I mean, let's I be real. He'll... Their offense is a struggle no matter who the quarterback is. Yeah, well, at least with Alex Smith, they got some stability. Yeah, and ball security. I think it's going to be a close game just because of how bad the offense is. I feel like the defense is going to have to make plays like they always have to do. Chase Young, pro bowler, I think he deserves it. I know he doesn't have the greatest stats. I got football team 17 to 14. If Alex Smith plays, I'm a lot more confident in that. If Dwayne Haskins plays, I'm worried he's going to throw the game away and then go to the club again. <laughs> well, yeah, we we got a similar score. I got I got football team winning 19 to 14. And I'm pretty sure McCaffrey's out. So, I mean, if without McCaffrey, it's hard to kind of have faith in the pa- Panthers offense, you know? Yeah. And this leaves the door open for the next team that we're going to talk about, the Cowboys start, and the Eagles. I'll start it. You already, <laughs> come on. Eagles are 4-9-1. Dallas is 5-9. and nine. Cowboys are rolling off, what, a two-game win streak? Two-gamer. Darius Slay is probably out. And breaking news, Deshaun Jackson might be activated, but he's probably out. Yeah, well, he's done anyway. It doesn't matter. <laughs> I mean, always when I'm watching this game is because Eagles are my favorite team. I want to see what's up with Jalen Hurts. I just, I'm just curious to see if he can keep the success up. It makes me sad a little because I know this means Carson Wentz is going to have to leave. He's going to be DeMar DeRozan. He's going to have to die for the team to get good. 
this game's going to just be what offense, right? There's no defense on either side. Like where defense isn't horrible. I, I think it's going to be a little, little bit more defense than than you expect. I have it a low scoring game. Will there be turnovers? Yes, in bunches. I feel like. <sighs> yeah, I, I feel like this game comes down to one matchup, and that's the Eagles corners against the Cowboys receivers. Because if the Cowboys are going to win this game, whoever, if Michael Gallup plays, whoever it is, Mari Cooper, C.D. Lamb, they're going to have to win their matchup. Because that's where you guys are struggling, obviously. It's the cornerback position. You've seen what DeAndre Hopkins did last week. Hey, hey. <laughs> hey. Come on, man. It's not fair. He's wearing size 4X gloves. What are we supposed to do? This has an Amari Cooper game written all over it, though, right? Like a no-show? Yeah. No, not a no-show. He's playing against second stringers, so he should be a show. No, no. He only shows up against, like, the six stringers. <laughs> Jalen Mills clamped him up last year in the biggest game of the year for them. Bro, if Amari Cooper has 100 yards, I'll be surprised, dude. Well, good news for the Cowboys, though. Zeke's probably out. So their best running back gets that, the play. That is good news. That is very good news. Jeez, man. Maybe you should have kept Byron Jones, Cowboys. I don't know. I'm not a I'm not a GM or anything, but maybe you shouldn't pay a running back $20 million who's not named Derrick Henry. I get the yeah. Cowboys winning 31-28. I'm going to go against my Eagles for a third straight week. <laughs> maybe they'll prove you wrong. Do but... it. Do it. <laughs> yeah. The... It's going to be tough. I, I really do see Amari Cooper and C.D. Lamb having big games. And I got the Cowboys winning twenty six to twenty one. That's a low scoring game. I think it's kind of low scoring. I mean, when you said high scoring game, you, you kind of made it seem like they're going to score in the thirties. Well, once you scored in thirty one, you mean like middle thirties? <laughs> well, I mean, these, these I don't know. When, you, when you said high scoring game, that's what I thought. Okay, well, maybe I'm maybe I'm old fashioned thirties, like you know. <laughs> Uh, NBA high scoring game to me still is like 105. Yeah, see, it's not though. It's the new NFL. Come on, that's high, that's that's not that's not high scoring. I'll agree to disagree. Okay, <laughs> you new kids on the block. Let's go to the Rams versus Seahawks. Sean McVay, the young coach versus the old coach Pete Carroll. Rams are nine and four, coming off the worst loss of the year. Seahawks ten and four. Big game. If the Rams win, I think they have the tiebreaker. What's going to happen, Juan? This is a big game. This has a division all over it. This is the division right here. Yeah, this is it. This is where the division gets decided. Both of these teams are going to make the playoffs regardless. It has to be a bounce-back game for Jared Goff. He's more than capable of doing this against this defense, this particular defense. Division's on the line. Can Russ actually cook up something this week? Because he's been playing bad against these defenses the last couple of weeks. Yeah, it's been very he disappointing. He has been playing bad against defenses. I'm worried about this game for the Seahawks. DK Metcalf for Jalen Ramsey. DK's got to win this time. He needs his revenge. Seahawks need to scheme him open. I'm encouraged by the Seahawks defense lately. They haven't been having the stupid miscues. I know they haven't played great offenses. The Seahawks need this game. It's in Seattle. I wish the crowd were there. It'd be a whole nother game. If Jared Goff drops an egg, 
is his time in LA done? I think it should be, but they'll probably still keep him. Uh, this this needs to be a Russell Wilson game. It it's it's so weird because I'm a, I'm a huge fan of Russell Wilson. I think he's a top three quarterback. I think it's him, Mahomes, and Rodgers. But I just really haven't liked what I've seen these last couple of weeks from him. He's been really ice cold. The offense hasn't been looking good. It's it's just all over the place. And they got a defense that's coming to town with they're the number one defense. They're coming they're coming in with a big chip on their shoulder. They just lost against the worst team in the league and probably their worst loss in franchise history. So they got something to prove. They're not gonna they got so many reasons why to play hard. They got the division, all types of stuff. And and years past forever, forever since Russell Wilson's been playing. This just seems like a Russell Wilson type game where it doesn't matter how bad his defense is or who's the receiver or how good their run game's going, he comes out with a win. But it's a different year this year. The twelfth man's not there. I feel like that would be a really good opportunity where the Seahawks gain an advantage with the twelfth man behind them, but it's COVID, no no crowd. <sighs> look, it's gonna be tough. Look, is if Russell is there, they're gonna win the game. If Roussel is there, it's over. We can't get Roussel <laughs> Wilson. Roussellin. I'm TMing that. But I was That's the first why. one to say it. Are you gonna take my thing? Yeah, you just you're the first one to say it, but I've been saying that. I'm I'm TMing that. That's me. I was actually <laughs> gonna break out Roussel. my nickname for Kamara earlier, but I wasn't sure. <laughs> but I don't know. Should I break it out? Maybe we'll see. Up, upcoming weeks. If he has Maybe a big game, a if he got game. a big game. I might have to break <laughs> it out. Who do you got winning this game? Seahawks twenty-two, Rams eighteen. I got faith in Russell. <sighs> I love Russell Wilson, dude. I feel so bad. I kind of want to change my pick, but I'm not. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with what. What I feel like is going to happen, the Rams just came off a horrible loss. I feel like their defense is going to really come out to play. I got the Rams winning 27-23. to Still going to be a close one. I think this is the most, ooh, I don't know, Titans and Packers is close. So this is top two game of the week. Must watch. Yeah, definitely. I'm, I'm excited to watch this one. It's always fun watching those NFC West matchups. Well, the Packers games we're going to get to right after this game. Let's just go through this one quick. Broncos 5-9 and nine at Chargers 5-9. and nine. Herbert put on his show. That's all I want to see. Chargers are going to win 24-17. to 17. Don't save Anthony the, Lynn's job. That's all I ask you. Don't I hope they do job. win. Please win. Please win out. Please win out. Keep Anthony Lynn. Destroy Herbert's career. I hope they do keep him because they will suck. So I'm going with the Chargers 35-21. to 21. <laughs> This is such a terrible game. This seems like a Monday night game written all over it. But let's just actually get to a good game. Titans. I'm excited. At Lambeau Field to play the Packers. Titans are 10 and 4. Packers are 11 and 3. Oh my goodness. I am so pumped up for this game. I'm going to start. I can't Can I wait. start this one? Yes, please. I'm so nervous that Derrick Henry is going to just ruin this game for the Packers. 
This is the time of year. It's going to be cold in Lambeau. You guys don't want to tackle this dude. He had a highlight stiff arm. It looked like a, I don't even know what to call it, Madden animation. I don't know, man. What do you think about Derrick Henry versus the Packers defense? I think he's going to run through. He's within 2,000 rushing yards. He might get there. I think he's going to get there. Nothing seems to stop this guy. Yeah, it it has Derrick Henry written all over it. Cold weather game, on the road. They're going to obviously need to run the ball. I have him having a big game. And look, this is the first competition that we're going to see Green Bay play since the Indianapolis game. Because they've had a cupcake schedule all year. The kings of the cupcake schedule besides the Patriots. Just just going through it, they got Minnesota week one. Minnesota was struggling in the beginning of the year. Their defense was terrible. Detroit, bad team. New Orleans, okay. Breeze got hurt. It was a weird game, but I'll still give them credit. They beat New Orleans. The Falcons, they suck. Tampa Bay got destroyed. Houston, not a good team. They lost against Minnesota. That's a bad loss. They beat San Francisco. They're a bad team. They beat Jacksonville. That's a bad team. Now, here we go. They're playing a good team at Indianapolis. They lose that game with the whole fumble from Valdez Scantley in overtime. So that's a bad loss. That was a good team. They played Chicago. They suck. Philly, they're not good. Detroit again, they're not good. And then they beat Carolina last week. They're not good. They only played, what, two teams, Max? Indianapolis and Tampa Bay, really? Those are, and, and New Orleans? Yeah, Those are their the only three big games. This is why no one believed in the Packers last year. They have looked better than last year, just from the eye test standpoint. I think they could win this game even if Derrick Henry has a big game. I just want to say that Adoree Jackson's playing his second game back. If he can recapture his form, show up a little bit, if he can be 90% of what he was, that's a huge help to the Titans. They can't stop anyone. All they have is a good pass rush and creativity on the defensive side of the ball. I love Aaron Rodgers. I understand he's a future Hall of Famer, um, MVP candidate this year, but I feel like a lot of people are giving him more credit than than what he's doing. I, I understand the factor of him not having receivers and it's only Devontae Adams or Bust, but just a cupcake. Some of these wins, man, it's it's not that impressive. Just uh, They caught a couple breaks, like even the San Francisco game. San Francisco didn't have half of their roster that game. It's just their offense is, like I said, is Devontae Adams or Bus. All you got to do is stop Devontae Adams. Who are you picking, bro? It seems like you're split. I'm split on this game. Give me your answer. It's going to be a good game regardless. Rodgers is, is, is still Rodgers. He's going to keep it close. The AFC is going to prove on what I said last, last podcast and prove on why the AFC is so deep. And the Titans are going to win this game. They're going to beat the Packers, who are so-called the best NFC team out there. They're going to beat them 28-24. to 24. I went with the Titans too, man. 30-27. to 27. I feel like Rodgers is going to put on a show. Henry's going to put on a show. This might come down to the game of who gets the ball last. 
That's really what it might come down to. I will say, if the Packers can shut down Derrick Henry, I'm going to be so impressed with them going forward. Because they need a test. And if they can actually, like, you know, handle the Titans, I'm looking at Green Bay a lot better. Over, under on Derrick Henry getting 150. I'll go under. Like one forty under one hundred and fifty yards. Still like impressive. Damn, damn near one, one fifty. You gonna get like one forty two. If they get if if he gets up over one hundred fifty yards, they're winning this game, right? They would have to unless their defense is just so horrific. Yeah, I completely agree. I can't wait for this game. I I want to believe in the Packers. This is a this is a proving game. You you've lost against. Good teams already with the Bucks and 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 the Colts. I want to see it. The Titans are a good enough team. Like I said in the last podcast, they're capable of beating beating anyone, anyone on any given Sunday, and they can play anywhere. They're good in the cold. They're good in the dome. It don't matter. Mike Vrabel's gonna have that team ready. Man, it's kind of sad to talk about like such a good game and follow it up with a game that's gonna like suck, even though it should have been good. Like last year, this game would have been great. Now, especially at this time of the year, I know the Dolphins put the Patriots to bed last week, buried them, and now the Bills get to bury them. <laughs> Bills are eleven and three, going to Foxborough. Patriots are six and eight. Stephon Gilmore is out the year. Cam Newton has just looked awful. Patriots have looked awful the last few weeks. Stephon Diggs has a messed up foot. He didn't. He was limited, but he played last week. I'm not really worried about it. It's sad that this isn't one of the marquee games for us. I think Josh Allen's going to put on a show again. He's he's on fire. The Bills are on fire. I don't think the Pats got anything to stop him, bro. I completely agree. Patriots are done. They're not that good. The Bills are a better team. I feel like the Bills should just get straight-up revenge for all those years that the Patriots used to just whoop on them. Because you know how the Patriots used to do the Bills back in the day. Come on. We all know. It was bad. Dude, we've watched it our whole lives. Just utter destruction besides like a couple games here and there. Yeah. I, I feel like the Bills show on who's boss and really stick it to the Patriots this game on national television to top it all off. I got the Bills winning 27 to 17. I really don't think there's – I don't even think the Patriots will get the 17, just maybe a garbage time touchdown at the end. Over under Cam Newton – Spikes like five balls into the ground or throws like three balls over the receiver's head by like a mile. <laughs> oh man. They're they're gonna be an interesting team to talk about in the offseason. I can't wait. I wanna know what they do. There's rumors out there that Bill Belichick might leave and go to Los Angeles to go coach Herbert. I hope that doesn't happen. We'll There's see. no way. What who Look, where did you read that? <laughs> Are you just making that up? No, I'm not. I've heard reports of that. It's it's possible, man. I can see it. Maybe the the relationship with Robert Kraft is sour. You know, he Brady's not there, and they didn't do good. And maybe Robert Kraft is like, well, it looks like Brady was the guy, and who knows? I still think Bill Belichick's a good coach. He's not working with much. Cam Newton's washed, and they have no playmakers on the outside. He can only do so much with that defense. 
not to mention Stephon Gilmore's out for the year. He's not going to play, like you said. It's it's bad. I, I'm really interested in seeing what, what the Patriots do. But as far as this game goes, I got the Bills winning 34-10. to 10. It's a dawn of a new era in the AFC East. You love to see it. You love to see that. I'd like to see that. Wouldn't we like to see that, Lee? Or I'd love to see that. <laughs> is that the last game? I think it is. I can't believe that there's a the game last on game. Christmas. That's so strange. Man, it's going to be hard for me to watch it. I'll, I'll flip on it if it's a really good game, but I'm, I'm pretty sure you're the same. We're going to be so wrapped up in watching all those basketball games. I got to see my Lakers lose on Christmas so we continue the path of a championship like last year. I can't wait to see the matchups. I want to see I want to see all six what is it? Six games, right? I want to see all of the games. I want to see what Luka does. I want to see what Giannis does. Should, yeah, it's going to be a fun day. An exciting week. Hey. Yeah. Do you have plans for Christmas? I'm just going to be with family and open some presents and Watch some basketball slash football. <laughs> <laughs> I think we'll do the same, man. It's just a, it's a weird year too, you know. You got to limit the people. Everyone's got to take the precautions. That really stuck out tough. tonight with no fans, man. That was weird, man. Especially to get your rings with no fans. We didn't even talk about that. Yeah, but we, we'll get, we're gonna get it back. I, I got faith in America. Str- strangely enough, I got faith in humanity right now. <laughs> Well, you know who I got faith in? I got faith in all of our followers, man. And I have faith that we're going to keep on growing. And, hey, you know how that helps? That helps by just following us on all the social media platforms, all the streaming platforms. And, hey, if you want to support us, go ahead and subscribe, like, comment on YouTube and on iTunes and Apple Podcasts and Spotify and the whole nine. And if you want to find us on those, it's at Max and Juan Cast. And if you want to follow us on Twitter or Instagram, we're always posting content 24-7, whether it's a story, a post. The occasional meme we'll post here and there. <laughs> I've been getting into the social media aspect. I usually comment Max just so people know who's actually the one talking on the Instagram. <laughs> because <laughs> we share it at times so it's kind of like confusing but you know yeah. what to quote the great justin tuck he's got his so you got to get yours so get the followers come to help us out we need you just like you need us but you know what i want to shout out my co-host one merry christmas bro i'm glad to be doing this with you the only thing i want to get you for christmas is a raiders win so i own your life again that's all. I hope I hope the Raiders deliver for hey, me. Look, I'm writing my look. letter to Santa Claus. It's on the Polar Express up to the North Pole. Hopefully it gets delivered. I was on the nice list this year. I was a good kid. No, you weren't. No, you were not. <laughs> Jeez, come on. Have some faith. Man, I hope I get a late Christmas present. And I hope the Raiders win on Saturday. And hopefully the Lakers win on Friday. That'll be my gift. That's all I want. We'll see. It's probably not going to happen because for the Lakers to win the championship, according to Max, they got to lose on Christmas also. Follow the path. <laughs> follow, the, follow the path to greatness. With that said, we love you guys. I'm out. Peace.
Merry Chrysler, everybody. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. The whole nine. Everybody stay safe out there.